Welcome to the Pathways Senior Care Advisors Coffee and Conversation Podcast. We are a team of senior care planning professionals who partner with individuals and their families who are considering senior care living options. At Pathways, it is our mission to provide guidance to high-quality senior care that results in a safe and happy life for our clients. The goal of this podcast is to provide our clients and potential clients with relative information and interviews with subject matter experts focused on issues key to preparing for senior living. We hope you enjoy this episode of Coffee and Conversation. Good morning, everyone. Thank you all for joining us. I am Stacy Carter with Pathways Senior Care Advisors, and this is actually our seventh Coffee and Conversation that we are doing in a series. And today, Mary and I are going to talk about um, talk about the different um, options that are out there for people. And when, after about three years ago, when we opened our doors, we have advised many, many, many clients. Some of them have actually been the senior themselves, and a lot of them have been the caregiver, which could be the son or the daughter or um, caregiver, them, you know, just a caregiver. So um, either way, the guidance through all this is crucial. And most of the time, people wait till they're in a crisis situation and then they panic and then they call us and we act fast, which is okay, but the better thing to do would be to get ahead of the, get ahead of it. So what we wanna do is try to walk you down the right path and tell you what options are out there. And then, um, of course, as you've seen in a lot of the videos that we've done, we partner with a lot of professionals out there to help you get down that right path. But today, uh, we're going to talk about assisted living, independent living, memory care, nursing home care, and in-home care. And then we're also going to touch on how COVID has affected some of that. Mary, I think you had um, a couple weeks ago, you had a move in to assisted living. Do you want to kind of talk about how that went and what you what you did? Sure, I'll be happy to do that, Stacey. Um, COVID's made it different. You know, um, typically when we have somebody call us, um, and in this case, it was someone who was in um, a, a nursing home in rehab. Uh, they were going to be discharged from that nursing home and their relative called to figure it, help us figure out with them the best options for this person. Well, normally we would sit down face to face and we would talk about a lot of different things. We would even maybe take the relative since the person in rehab was not able at that point to go on a tour, but we would take the relative on a tour of a couple of different um, uh, assisted living options, and we couldn't do that because of COVID. So um, we did a lot on the phone, several phone calls, um, and then uh, uh, they chose one particular assisted living, and how we made the move, which was a little different, again, than we usually do. Uh, Catherine Oliver with Moving Matters, who is, is who we turn to a lot, uh, to move our clients from their home into assisted living or, or memory care. Um, Catherine met with the relative. I, I also met with them uh, at this person's home. And um, 
they, they uh, Catherine went through with a relative and picked out the things that would fit in this apartment. And that's what's so nice about having her because it would have overwhelmed me to go into that house and see all of that furniture and then have to think what would really fit. And then what was a little different, Catherine went out and, and the way the assisted living handled this, instead of her coming in the front door with the furniture and, and, and the other belongings, she went to the door closest to that apartment, of course, with the mask on, and then put, put everything in the apartment set up the apartment, got all the beds made and got it all ready looking like home. So when the person got there, um, uh, they would be ready to um, uh, move in and, and feel very much at home. And then she went out that same door. The other thing that was a little bit different um, is that um, this person um, had to, to have a COVID test before they could be moved into assisted living. And of course, right now, it's getting a little bit better, but um, that was a couple of weeks ago. So the COVID test results took four days to get back. So it had to be planned ahead that the COVID test would be administered and would have the results in time to get to come back. The, the other thing that has changed, and it's better now than it was when COVID first uh, reared its ugly head in this world, uh, and for a long time, the memory of the assisted livings were on lockdown completely. Nobody could see anybody. And, and now that's been relaxed a little bit. Um, if you want to go see someone in assisted living, you need to call and make an appointment. And then they will have an area set up in a safe, socially distanced way. Of course, everybody wearing masks. So you can now come in and, come in and, and at least visit with um, of someone, a family member, or friend, a loved one that is in assisted living. So uh, protocols do vary from senior community to senior community. So it's something else, if you need uh, help with that, we'll be happy to let you know uh, how the one you want to go to is working uh, at this point in time. But um, anyway, it's, it's, it was good to see, as usual, uh, um, our client be very happy um, with the choice they had made. Um, they love the food in, in the uh, community where they are. Uh, they were already making friends. Um, it's a real, real uh, positive change from being in rehab in a nursing home to being in a, an assisted living where people are, um, are happy and, and having, living a very good life. So, um, and Stacy, I think you also had a move, but a little bit different into memory care. You wanna talk about that? Yes, I did. Last week, my, of course, my, my um, client moved into a memory care facility here. And as, as Mary did, I spent numerous hours on the telephone with the son and with the daughter. And once we decided where we were going to go, <clears throat> of course, the, the client had to have a COVID test three days prior. So we got that all done. And in my last conversation with the daughter, she said, well, with all this COVID going on, she said, you've helped me so much. I got to meet you. Are you going to be there? And I said, well, absolutely. So what, so what I did was I met the daughter and the sweet little lady in the parking lot at the memory care facility. We, of course, we all had our mask on. And the community director came out to the car and spoke with us for a few minutes. 
And what we did, um, myself, the the lady and the daughter walked over to the courtyard area and we sat out there and the community director got the ladies clothes and toiletries and stuff out of the car took those into the facility and set her room up with her comforter on it and the things that were personal to her while we were sitting outside talking and trying to get, you know, trying to make sure that she, that the lady was comfortable and everything. And we did our paperwork outside and everything, which was, which was great. So when the community director got done setting up a room, she came out and she got the sweet lady and she took her inside and we waved at her. And as she was taking her inside, we walked around the side of the building and peeked in her room. So we were able to see how the room was all set up and what they had done. So they brought her in her room and then there we were standing at the window. So she came over to the window and got to talk to us and wave to us. And that was a sweet moment because the daughter, you know, was having a, was having a hard time. So we did that for a little while. And then, um, of course, we said our goodbyes and, and we left and, and the daughter was a little bit teary eyed and I checked on her a little later that day and she said, oh, mom's doing great. She said, uh, mom's already had her nails done and <laughs> had a big meal and everything. So, so her mother was doing just fine. It was the daughter that was, you know, having a tougher time, but I reassured her that, that everything would work out. And, and just as Mary said, the communities are now allowing some visitation. It just has to be planned. Um, and with memory care, if you want to visit, you could go out into the courtyard Monday through Friday for a scheduled visit and sit with your loved one for a few minutes and then they go back in. So um, I know that's just a, a short period of time, but it means a lot just to be able to, to eyeball them and see them for a little bit. So the move was very special. It worked out great. It certainly is different, but it can be done. And um, I, I think it went, I think it went really well. Well, you know, Stacy, we've talked about assisted living and memory care, but um, I guess we really need to talk about uh, or define what the different options are for seniors. Um, because I think there's a lot of misunderstanding about it. Well, we both know we've gotten calls over the last three years uh, from people who are totally confused um, or they think they know what something is. And in fact, they have a, a misconception of it. Uh, and I'll start out with talking about independent living. Um, that, that's one that it really is confusing to people. They think they're living independently in their own home, which of course they are. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're living, if they want to downsize into an apartment, that's independent living. But in, in, the, in the context of, of elder care, independent living is really um, a, an apartment, or, or a, in some cases, it'll be a little villa, uh, that is on the, the campus of a senior, a licensed senior care community. So while it is independent, um, you're in a little safer environment. Uh, you have uh, your own apartment. Uh, if it's a villa, you, you have, may have a, a parking garage. If it's not, you may have a parking space um, or two. Um, you may need to contract if you want somebody to help, help you with cleaning your apartment. You may have to do that yourself. Um, 
And then it varies from senior community to senior community. Sometimes you have a lot of access to the amenities that are, are, are available to the assisted living residents. So you may be able to get your meals. And obviously there may be a charge for that or, or not, depending on which community it is. So um, uh, it, it is truly independent, but with a little safety net, uh, you know, many of them will have um, pull cords in the, in the rooms, in the, in the apartments. So if you needed help, all you have to do is pull a cord and somebody will come see what's, what's wrong and why you need help. So um, independent living um, kind of can be the best of both worlds. Uh, right now, I, uh, there's a member of my husband's family who's independent living in independent living, and uh, something we'll talk about in a minute. She also has an in-home caregiver coming to her independent unit, uh, living unit. So that's there are lots of combinations of ways to put things together to make sure people get uh, all the care that they need. So, um, Stacey, you want to talk about the other thing we see a lot of confusion about. And I think it's because maybe for so long, in my life at least, there, were, there wasn't assisted living or memory care or independent living. All there was was nursing home care. So, so many people ages, say, 50 to 60 and up, that's, that's our view of, of senior care is a nursing home. And, and you and I both know that certainly independent living uh, is is really wonderful. Uh, doesn't resemble nursing home care, nor does nor does assisted living. So, do you want to talk a little bit about the difference in assisted living and nursing home care? Yeah, Mary, that's a good point. Um, we get so many people that that say they don't um, know what we do, and when we start talking about it, they immediately say, "Oh no, you're not putting me in a nursing home." So we have to stop them and say, no, let us, let us kind of explain and walk through the different options. So assisted living is, is similar to what Mary was just talking about with independent living, except for the fact that if, if you are starting to have difficulty with your daily activities at home, also known as ADLs. Sometimes you may hear that, that, um, that word. Now those, those ADLs are bathing, dressing, transferring, toileting, and eating. So if you have trouble with any of those, that's where assisted living is a great option because you're free to live that independent lifestyle but you can receive daily support, such as your housekeeping, your laundry, your medication reminders, along with, as I just mentioned, if you need help getting dressed, they can help you do that. If you need help um, bathing, they can help you do that. But then once you get that done, you're fine the rest of the day. So, you're still kind of living independently, but you're getting that assistance as well. So that's where that comes in. And you're still getting that, that peace of mind to get that help and you're not alone. It's maintenance-free lifestyle, so that means you get to take advantage of activities, events, and you get to have fun and meet all the other residents that live there and, and do what you wanna do. So that's, 
that's the difference in independent living and then assisted living. So assisted, you get, you get some assistance, just like it says. Now for nursing home, that's a little bit different. That's for the person that either needs long-term care or skilled care. They provide, the nursing homes provide a wide range of health and personal care, but it's more focused on medical care. They may need skilled care for a short period of time. For example, let's say that grandma fell and she broke her hip and she needs rehab to get back on her feet. And then once she gets back on her feet, she leaves and you know goes somewhere else home or um, a different community. So that is um, what you're gonna call uh, skilled or short-term rehab for, for a little while. Now, long-term care is a little bit different. That's where someone cannot take care of themselves at all and they might be chronically ill and they need that support every day. That's what a nursing home does. Um, hope that cleared that up just a little bit. Um, Mary, I think we've got one more, which would be memory care. Do you wanna kind of talk a little bit about how that's different? Yeah, but, but before I do that, Stacey, is it okay if I interject just one thing about the difference in assisted living and memory care? I mean, assisted living and, and in memory care, excuse me. Yeah. You, you touched on it, but it's really concerned me a little bit in, in the past three years that, you know, and I fall in that category. I mean, I want to remain independent. I moved out of the house that I had lived in for 43 years and downsized into a home where everything is all on one floor, hoping that I can stay here um, most of the rest of my life. But um, so I, I get it when people are really making an effort to stay independent. But what you and I have seen over the last few years, and it's really distressing, is that in our effort to remain independent, we overdo it and don't get the support we need via in-home care or assisted living. And so we leapfrog over that into where we really didn't want to be, which is in a nursing home. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I hope to encourage people to, and I, I know how hard it is, I haven't had to face that yet. I've, I'm very lucky that my health is, is, is doing really well and my husband's health is doing really well. We both still work, but I hope that I will be realistic when, when I do have a decline and, and need help that I'll get it instead of waiting till it's too late. Yeah. So now I'll do what you asked me to and talk about memory care. That's good. Uh, yeah. Memory care uh, is very similar to assisted living, except um, it's a much higher level of care and it's for dementia and Alzheimer's patients. So in order to qualify for memory care, you need to be, your family member needs to be uh, assessed to determine if they're appropriate for that level of care. Um, it, it is, um, I think when I, you know, when we when we go into memory care facilities, and and I've got friends that are in two of the memory care facilities here in Bowling Green, so I see them periodically. At least I did before COVID, uh, so that's a little bit different now. But um, the people who work in the memory care facilities do a wonderful job of uh, keeping the 
residents' lives productive and stable. Uh, one thing that we've learned is really important about uh, dementia patients is that they have a very set routine, uh, that, that things that are unusual to them are upsetting to them. So keeping them in a, in a good routine, having activities for them to do. Uh, for example, I was, I was at one not long ago before COVID and um, it was really, really interesting to me. I sat there for about 30 minutes listening to this because the activities director said, okay, we're gonna talk today about how did you learn to ride a bicycle? Well, I was astounded. Uh, people who I had been around that I knew didn't know who they were or where they were all remembered where they had learned to ride a bicycle. And so it turned into a very, a very uh, active conversation, a very interactive conversation. And then one poor person said, I didn't learn how to ride a bicycle. Would somebody teach me? Oh, that's sweet. And they're, they're good about having conversations when they go back in time, they, they really, something turns on in their brain and they, they go back to their childhood. They, they do. And I, I think the caregivers in those uh, facilities are just amazing. Um, they try to find out about them from their, uh, one of them calls it a best friends approach. So there's a little booklet there where they, they found out about their life and they can talk to them about things that they used to do that they may, in fact, like you say, it may trigger memory uh, for them. So, mm -hmm. uh, and then they have, you know, kind of fun activities, things like they play volleyball with balloons and things like that. But it's and, and bingo, they play bingo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they do. And, and, you know, the other part of it is um, they are lockdown facilities. Unlike an assisted living, where you can come and go as you please, many people have a car and they uh, they they go you know out shopping, they go to the drugstore, doing whatever they want to do. They go to church and come back. In memory care, it is it is a lockdown, and it's it's because um, it's dangerous for a a dementia or Alzheimer's patient to uh, come and go as they please. They that's one reason they're in a memory care facility. We hear stories periodically of, you know, my mom was on her way home and got lost and she couldn't find her way back. Yeah. yeah. And we, we heard one story about a, a man walking out of the house in the woods behind the house and his wife was in a state of panic because she couldn't find him. And unfortunately yeah. he turned up. So that's, that's, that's the other side of this that you, when you, when you left your client there the other day, you walked away with her daughter knowing you left her in a safe place. Right, exactly. And I, so, as I told the daughter, I said, this is so much harder for you than it is for your mother. Your mother's going to get in there and, and have a good time and be okay. You're the one that is grieving and, and sad for what you are doing. And so um, she said, yeah, you're right. You're right. I can tell she's going to enjoy it. So absolutely. Well, we haven't talked about the one that uh, I bet right now, if you ask uh, everybody between ages 40 and 55 or, or whatever, or what kind of care they were going to have when they get older, they would say in home care, I'm staying at home. I'm staying home. Yeah, you're okay. right. You're exactly right. And here's some more confusion. <laughs> so let me kind of explain this. Um, of course, most people say, 
well, I'm going to stay home. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to stay home till I pass away. And that's all, that's great if you can. We, we, we'd like that. But that, that option is called in-home care. Now, that is different from home health care. So many people get in-home care and home health care confused. So home health is what is ordered by a doctor if you're going to uh, go home with speech therapy, occupational therapy, or physical therapy about three times a week. And Medicare pays for that. So that is through home health. Now, what I'm talking about is the in-home care where you're allowed to stay home, but it's non-medical. And it's, there's an hourly fee for that. And um, each company has, has um, a different fee. But as I say, non-medical, that means that they can do light housekeeping for you. They can cook. They can play cards with you. Um, just sit and talk, chit chat, sit on the front porch and drink lemonade just for, um, just for somebody to be there just to help with non-medical things. So that's what in-home care is. And the hours vary, you know, you can do three or four hours a day or you can do 24 seven. But again, that, that, is a, that is a fee, an hourly fee. And um, that's, that's what a lot of people prefer. And actually a lot of people try that first and say, I'm gonna try it. And then once they get to a point where they can no longer do that because of their health declining, or because of the money situation, then we talk about the next option, which might be assisted living and so forth. So that's that kind of explains that a little bit. Um, so hopefully we've we've kind of went over these options. I know it's very confusing. Um, Mary, do you want to add to that? Yeah, you know, I, I guess Stacy, the reason we were motivated to do coffee and conversations is what I'd like to talk about just a minute, and that's the cost of care. Exactly. Our, mm -hmm. our hope is that that people will uh, go, these, these coffee and conversations are going to be recorded, so we hope that they'll go and listen to them. There's some incredibly valuable information from, from lawyers, from people who sell uh, Medicaid, Medicare supplements and so on, from uh, financial advisors, uh, that can help you know what you need to do to be prepared because the one really surprise to a lot of people is all of this with the exception of nursing home care when you spent down all of your money and can qualify for a, a government assistance all of this is private pay mm -hmm. so if you don't have long-term care insurance or even if you do you may need to supplement what the long-term care insurance pays for. And, and back to what you said about in-home care, while we would, a lot of people want that, when, when you have an hourly rate for it, uh, it, you know, I'll let you do the math. The average is about $21 an hour. So 24 seven times 21 times seven days a week. Uh, I'll let you come up with that number. It's a big one. Uh, and then, with uh, assisted living, you're talking about an average of around $4,000 a month, which is, includes all of your food most of the time. Some, some assisted livings have 
tiered levels of charges where the more care you need, the more your, your charges go up. Some are all inclusive. Mm -hmm. um, but, but anyway, just keeping in mind that there's going to come a day, possibly, you know, some people are very fortunate. My mother lived on her own until she was 94 years old. That's great. Um, but, you know, that's, that's, not, that's not generally true. Yeah. Um, you know, most people are not lucky enough to do that. So being prepared for uh, what care you may need. I mean, the good news is we're living longer. Uh, my, my, my stepfather lived to be 102 years old. You know, when, when I was a little girl growing up, nobody lived to be that old. Right, so right. That's, that's the good news. The bad news is you may need to be prepared for that eventuality yeah. and, and have the resources to do that. So, um, I know, Mary, I, um, you know, we try to, of course, practice what we preach to people. I got long-term care insurance a couple years ago, and I do want to tell everybody that you're, you're better to get it while you're younger because it's cheaper than waiting until you're older to try to get it. So I know it's an expense, but um, you, you, it's something that you definitely need to check into and, and see what, you know, what you can afford and go ahead and get that and have the peace of mind that, you know, you're going to have that help when you, when you do need it. Yeah, we're always thrilled when, when, when we ask the question, do you have long-term care insurance? And then the answer is yes. That's really always good to hear. Uh, and, and one of our early, the, I think the first Coffee and Conversation, uh, Don Bratcher talked about now there's a hybrid long-term care and whole life policy that you can buy together. So if you never needed the long-term care, you've got a life insurance policy. And so, uh, you know, because a lot of people will say, well, what, what if I don't ever need it? Why won't I pay all that money and I don't ever need it? Well, you, you buy homeowner's insurance and you hope you'll never need it. But you just, if you did uh, need it, then um, having that insurance, having the peace of mind that you've got the insurance to take care of that is what's important. Yeah, it is. It really is. We, we really appreciate you all being here today. Does anybody have any questions? Okay, if not... Um, uh, I hope you'll um, watch some of our other Coffee and Conversations. Uh, you can reach us at pathwayssca.com. Um, go look at our website and see what else we have to offer or call us anytime. We'll be happy to help. Thank you. Thank you all so much. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pathways Senior Care Advisors Coffee and Conversation podcast. If you have additional questions about today's topic, or would like to learn more on how Pathways Senior Care Advisors can help you or your loved one find high-quality senior care. Visit us online at pathwayssca.com or call 270-901-1878.